I'm Martina Sabadi. And I'm Emily Saunders. And this is All Change. Today we are joined by Christy Hurt, the founder of Christy Hurt Consulting, a global retained search firm for the fashion, beauty, wellness, retail, and consumer luxury industries. Thank you for joining us, Christy. Thanks for inviting me. In the past few months, an enormous amount of retailers have either laid off or furloughed their in-store employees. However, some companies have instead found creative ways to redirect their work. For example, a lingerie brand in China retained store assistants to become social media ambassadors. Do you think a business pivoting to hire candidates for flexible roles can gain a competitive edge for the future? Absolutely. I think companies are rethinking how to open with the pandemic in mind. And I've seen a lot of stores already shifting to do contactless delivery, putting stickers on the floor that are on brand that require people to stand six feet apart. I've seen, you know, nice looking plexiglass, you know, terminals coming up at cash wraps. Everything about the way we sell to customers has to be completely rethought and reworked. I think that this will only provide more opportunities for people to learn, adapt, and contribute in different ways. I've been thinking about how all of the unemployed, laid off, furloughed people who have been contacting me since March can adapt to the needs of these businesses. And I'm already thinking about architects who are going to have to redesign stores. I'm thinking about visual staff and stylists who have to rethink how to organize merchandise in the stores. I'm thinking about sales associates who are now needing to use texting apps, WhatsApp, all kinds of different technologies to sell to their customers, whereas previously customers were all coming and shopping in the stores. Now they're shopping over the phone, they're shopping online. They're picking things up curbside. So I think stores absolutely need to train their current staff to adapt to the changing times. I also think that training opportunities are massive right now. All of a sudden, with the Black Lives Matter movement, companies want to train their hiring managers, their staff on inclusivity, diversity, hiring more people of color. There's a huge opportunity for people who work in training you know, to educate themselves on this, to develop new programs to deliver companies. Every company needs this right now. So I actually see this pandemic, both the Black Lives Matter movement, as well as the coronavirus pandemic, as massive opportunities for open jobs and new open jobs. Remote work went from nice to have to must do almost overnight, and it's likely to continue even as the pandemic subsides. Do you see a similar trend arising in hiring practices? Is uh, remote hiring the future in the post-pandemic world? I do. I think that fashion and beauty in the past was very resistant to remote working. My experience is that FaceTime and being in the office for set hours was fairly standard. And I think suddenly... These companies are seeing they can function with their employees working remotely. I think it's really fantastic to see this happening because it's going to change so much about 
the way we work, it's going to change budgets. You know, I think a lot of companies that had very expensive offices in big cities are now realizing that they don't need them and they can use those resources for other things. Investing in their employees, investing in omni-channel sales opportunities, investing in digital marketing online. So a reallocation of resources because of this. I also think, I mean, we're going to see major changes in real estate values. And I think a lot of people now are craving being in nature, having more space. You know, I think there are always going to be people who love and appreciate New York City and will stay. But I think that this, the opening of the mines to have employees working remotely will change things drastically over the next decade. And speaking of change, big data and AI continue to change the recruiting industry with software that claims to eliminate bias and filter out the best candidates. But it's hard to believe that AI can replace the human touch that recruiting consultants bring to the picture. What do you think about using AI for candidate filtration? I, you know, I think it's great. I think that it's really interesting to see what new technology can do for us to help us and give us tools to recruit better and faster. I don't think that AI would ever replace what I do because what I see a lot in the fashion and beauty industry is that they want to hire someone who understands trends in in the market, understands compensation levels, understands what jobs should look like. And they also want someone who can very quickly review available candidates, sort through, find the best ones and present them. And I think that there's a human element to recruiting that can never be replaced. You know, I think even if there were technologies for reviewing and bringing to the surface the best candidates, you still have to talk to them and understand their interests, their requirements, you know, what they're looking for, if they're a cultural fit for the organization. I see this movement as well, which I'm thrilled about, which is that, you know, a lot of companies are realizing they need to promote more women of color, more people of color. They need to give opportunities to those people who have not always had, you know, the opportunities to progress and to be promoted and to move forward in the organization. And I think we're also going to see a huge shift there in companies prioritizing hiring more people of color, which I think is so important. So I think that AI is great. And I think it's only going to help us move faster. But I think that that human element is never really fully going to be replaced. We are all based in New York, where thousands of people have lost their jobs due to COVID. And morale among job seekers is low. What would be your message to all the talent looking for fashion roles in the middle of the recession? In March, I want to say it was about March 15th, almost all of my clients called to put their job searches on hold. And I had had such a busy 2019 and such a busy first quarter that for a minute, I was a little relieved to have a little bit of a break. And I decided to start working on relaunching my website kherkconsulting.com. And then I realized that it may be some time before companies start hiring again. This was when the coronavirus pandemic came to America. So I realized that I needed to pivot while companies were not hiring and figure out how to help people and also how to make a little bit of money. 
while the jobs were on hold, I started offering one hour quick fix career consulting sessions for candidates for a reasonable fee to help people get their resume, their LinkedIn and their job search strategy in order. Then I realized that as I was getting more and more resumes every single day and hearing the same stories over and over and over, I've been laid off. I've been furloughed. I need to figure out how to pivot. Who's hiring? What kinds of jobs can I apply for? I started to think about how, A, I was never really going to be able to find jobs for all these people, but B, I had so many ideas and ways to help them. And how could I help all of them? Because I'm one person. So I started an online networking group, which is now called the CoLab. And what the CoLab is, is a member-led inclusive networking group of fashion, beauty, retail, wellness, consumer luxury professionals. And the idea behind this group was to connect all of these people together to create something interesting and create a way to pivot and to share ideas. And the interesting thing about this group is that we have almost a 1,000 people who have joined. We have college students, and we have C-level executives, and we have everything in between. We have people from every single functional area, from production to design to you know sustainability to talent acquisition, HR. I mean, we have an entire company within the group. The group is very educated. Over 90% have a minimum of a bachelor's degree or a master's or a PhD. More than half of the members earn over six figures annually. So we're a group of very proactive, educated people who are working together to create change and to pivot. We started offering weekly panels online. And the thing that at this moment, I'm super excited about is that we're not charging our members. We really are here to help them. And we're also not charging for events. However, we are asking for donations for charities. So every week when we do an event, we ask the panelists to tell us what charity is really important to them. And we raise money for that specific charity. We have already raised thousands of dollars for the NAACP, for Black Lives Matter, for various other anti-racist organizations. We're giving this week, we have Elise Ahrens, the founder of Francis Valentine, who was also one of the original four founders of the brand Kate Spade, speaking to our community. And we are raising money for Feeding America through that talk, which is tomorrow. It's a very exciting time, and it's so exciting to see how engaged the community is, how positive they are, how they've all stepped up to contribute. I have an executive team of volunteers. I think we have almost 10 people now helping us make decisions and working on everything from content, the Instagram, all the social media channels, coordinating the events. We're running a book club. I mean, it's crazy to me to see how hungry, how eager people are to contribute in this industry. And I'm so excited about this. This is a completely different business than the one I've been running for 12 years. And I think it's so exciting to see how this all started in the wake of this pandemic. And I, you know, I, I still am working on building clarity around where we're headed in terms of the goal of the group, ultimately long-term. But I, I see the potential for us to grow enormously. And I can't wait to see how it evolves. 
That's really incredible. It sounds like such an exciting, you know, I'm sure it's been a very difficult time, but also exciting to see this new thing grow from everything that's happened. Another uh, thing that we were, were wondering is um, what sectors of the fashion industry do you see growing in the near future? What should potential candidates be honing their skills? Like how should they be honing their skills uh, to fit these opportunities that may present themselves in the future? So I see a lot of growth in digital, not just digital marketing, but anything related to digital omni-channel. I actually am recruiting for a couple of remote positions right now. One is in performance uh, marketing and CRM loyalty. Another is a digital producer role, which can also be done remotely. I had a couple of other roles come up recently, which were sales roles and, you know, were also remote roles. So I think that a lot of the same kinds of jobs are still going to be coming up. I think that every company right now, as I mentioned earlier, is focused on training on inclusivity and diversity hiring people of color, adapting to the new regulations around COVID and social distancing. Companies are also investing in being more sustainable and building a sustainable organization from the ground up. And that is not just about communications. It's about everything from supply chain to, you know, production um, beyond, you know, I mean, every single person, regardless of whether they're in HR, PR, production, design, design especially, needs to learn about sustainability. For people who are temporarily not working, I strongly recommended that they pursue executive education courses, panels. And we're doing a lot of talks as well in the community group about these topics. So I would love for both of you to join and any listeners as well by just going to my website, khurtconsulting.com. It's K-H-U-R-T consulting.com. And there's a community tab, which takes you to the form to fill out. And we're adding people to the group twice a week. The only prerequisite for joining is that you work in this industry or you want to pivot into this industry. And by this industry, I mean anything related to luxury, fashion, beauty, retail, consumer products, wellness, travel, luxury, thing like that. You know, I personally tend to work a lot with fashion and beauty brands, but anything in that realm, I would consider to be our industry. And we are open to people, whether they have experience yet or not, whether they're in college or not, whether they went to college or not. It was really, really important to me that we accept everyone regardless of their experience or education, their background, their gender. And so we have a really fantastic group that I am proud to say is particularly woke. And I, I love that about our group. So I'm hoping that people who have similar values will join us and contribute. And because it is member led, there's opportunities for anyone who gets involved in the group and joins the group to lead a panel, to start a new project, to be seen, to get visibility. And for anyone who is in between one job and another, or maybe they're starting a company and they want to connect with people and they want to be seen, this is a really, really great place for people to come and join and, and get involved.